Mitchell. Welcome into another episode of Garage Talk. So we're here today. We're actually, I actually have a really special guest today. Um, my guest today is uh, is James Dallas. He's an accomplished artist, a Billboard charting artist. Um, he's these days a producer, um, so he's on the on the other side of it. But I wanted to bring him on because I've been I've been friends with James on Facebook for a long time. I've known his wife Alitza since I was in high school, and 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 as a teacher, uh, I'm not affected by AB5, but I see everything that's going on, and I really wanted to bring somebody on and have the conversation because, uh, James, first of all, if you don't mind, say hi to everybody. Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? Thank you so much for coming on with me, bro. I really appreciate it. Hey, man, I appreciate you having me on. Any, any way we can get this message out to as many people as possible, that's what we're trying to do because mainstream media is blocking it. They're not putting it right. Up. Well, and I, like I was telling you off the air, I, I, you know, I, I don't, I didn't know much about AB five because it, it generally doesn't affect me. Um, and it wasn't something we voted on, right? It was something that was enacted. It was voted on no. by the assembly and, and, uh, went into effect what January 1st of this year, right? January yes, 1st, it 2020. Was written by, it was written by, uh, uh, Lorena Gonzalez. Uh-huh. Uh, it was handed off to Gavin Newsom and signed into effect last September. Nobody ever saw this bill. Nobody voted on it. And the way they sold it to the public is they made you feel like it was a gig law that only that only affected Uber and Lyft drivers. Right. It was kind of um, hidden behind that, right? It was hidden behind all of that. And what they were trying to say is that Uber and Lyft drivers were being mistreated and they were being they were being mis uh what's what I'm looking for? They were being uh um misclassified on their taxes as independent contractors. But uh-huh. Uh, the state, of, the state of California wants Uber and Lyft drivers classified as employees. Now, I, I'll give you, I'll give you a little, my my opinion on that whole aspect. So, uh, I don't think there's an Uber driver or a Lyft driver that you could find with self accountability that says they wanted to be called an employee. Right, and, because and I, it, it takes away I'm, their freedom. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So. We went up and we met all the senators yesterday. We met a lot of people. There was one final guy that we met with, and he has no idea what my resume is and what I've done. And, you know, not just in the music industry or anything like that, but I'm one of those guys that I kind of like made it famous for a minute. And Mm -hmm. then from there went to being a limo driver and doing production work and making, you know, doing all these gigs where you make $100 a day from these these union places. From like so, so when I lost my record deal, I started doing production work for like the Grammys, the Oscars, the Golden Globes, all of those places. They so, would pay me a hundred dollars a day to work twelve to sixteen hour days. Oh Jesus Christ, with, dude! With with maybe one food break, you're making like okay? pennies on the dollar. But do me a favor, exactly so for those people yeah. who don't know you. I mean, I I uh-huh. I know who you are. Um, gotcha. And, and and you know, and I I've known. You know, and I, I know that you like you got back together with DC a few years ago just to do some uh, yes. some small shows. Uh, but for those people who have no idea the words that I'm saying right now, do me a favor and give my listeners a little idea as to your background and and your resume. Where where did you come from? Okay. I mean, I I you know I mentioned Youngstown, but nobody knows what I'm talking about. You know, they're all millennials these days. Got it. Understood. Understood. So um, I started. Uh, I'm originally from Kansas City, Missouri. And I, 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 you know, I grew up, my parents were, you know, I called them beer drinking, barroom brawling, shit kickers. They weren't, you know, there's no lawyers or doctors or anything in my family. Um, and 
I just, I grinded my whole life. And as a young teenager, you know, I was in foster homes as a kid. I went to 13 different schools growing up. And as a young teenager, I discovered that I could dance. And by dancing, it caused people to pay me attention. And I just kept dancing. And like then dancing turned into singing. Singing turned into songwriting. Songwriting turned into getting a record deal on Hollywood Records, which was a Disney-owned label. I was in the group Youngstown. Right. And, uh... We ended up we ended up char we, we debuted on Billboard at seventy one. We topped out at thirty one. We spent eighteen weeks at number one on Heat Seekers. I toured around the world for three years straight. It was a great experience. Um, it, it it basically the guy you're speaking to the, to today is a result of the success of that of that aspect of my life, of that of that endeavor. Okay. Um and and uh, so then after that, I, you know, I lost my record deal right after at September 11th, 2001. If you weren't an established musical artist in the industry due to the, the devastation that happened on 9-11, the entire entertainment business pretty much clean slate. Really? And if you weren't established, you got, you got lost in the mix. So if you go back to 2001 and start looking up all the bands that were hot at that time that you never saw another day in your life after that point, it was because of September 11, 9, 9, September uh, 9-11, basically. Why, why did they do um, that? You know, it was a bad time. Nobody could figure out, you know, you know, obviously the world was traumatized. The country was traumatized. And I, I, I think they were just, you know, they didn't know how to entertain people in that situation. Okay. And so I think that, you know, if you weren't established, meaning like if you weren't a Backstreet Boy or an NSYNC, right. um, you didn't really have the money to maintain the staying power. And I'll, you know what, here, I'll, I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. We could have probably maintained some staying power, but at that time, we were so young and so unaware of the business aspect of mm -hmm. what we were doing that we didn't even know how to put one foot in front of the other to continue it. Because up to that point, other people were running it for us. And this is the point that I want to make about AB5. When other people were running my business, I was being rocked. I made $2,500 a month in the process of being in Youngstown and also some of my royalties to which some of my royalties I never even got paid for. If you look at the, if you look at the, um, the ASCAP credits for all the songs, uh -huh. I did six, I did six songs and produced three on my first record, but I'm only accredited for four. So two of my songs, I didn't even get my publishing for it. But again, it's because, I didn't know how to watch this stuff, and these people were doing this for me. But now I'm fast-forwarding to why AB5 is an issue, and I know I'm going to jump around here, but the reason I'm fast-forwarding to why AB5 is an issue is because I got out of that scenario and was able to put two and two together based on my experience and what it was that I was still doing in life. And I was able to help my wife build this thing that she created to time. a point where it Yes, to yeah. a point where it became our sole source of income. It is our livelihood. We've been doing it now for 10 years, traveling all over the country, entertaining families with products that we built from our brain. And and we've, we've not taken anything from anybody. We, we treat everybody so well. Our performers make way above minimum wage. There's no obligation other than the hour that they're at our show. That's it. So let, and, let me go back. They, let me go back for yeah. just one. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Let me go back because okay. I okay. want to make sure that everybody kind of understands as we come to AB5. Because until until mm -hmm. until I saw honestly your video yesterday from uh, coming back from Sacramento when you posted on Facebook, 
Um, until mm-hmm. I saw that, man, I, I honestly, I had heard about AB5. I've, I've seen you and I've seen Elitza posting about AB5, but I never did any research into it. And, and that's honestly because it, it doesn't affect me. And so I, I, I looked at that and I was like, oh my God. So it, let, then I started it scrolling. Yeah. It, in, it inadvertently affects you because even though you aren't directly affected by it, do you have kids by chance? I do. Okay. Do you ever throw birthday parties? Yeah, and that's what I wanted to talk to you about. That that's actually that's a yeah. great that's a great segue. So so let's 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 go down that road because okay. if if I hired a performer for a birthday party prior to January first of this year, what was the difference between then and now in terms of what I have to do for my kid's birthday party? That's I, okay. I that's so exactly the, where I wanted to go with this. The difference between then and now is before you used to just be able to pick up the phone and say, Hey, I need a snow white and right. give you your rate. And all of a sudden, a Snow White would come to your house, and you'd pay your rate, and you'd go about it. Yeah, yeah, just, that would just be the way it is. Mm-hmm. AB5, now, me, okay, so AB5 in particular has has cut out subcontracting to a T. So you used to call a company and say you needed a princess, and that company has like five or six girls, maybe right. a couple other girls that, that you know use that company as their side gig while they're here in Los Angeles trying to be an actress themselves as well. Right. So they agree to sign up with this company that will send them out to go do birthday parties on the weekend. They all know what the rate is. They all, everybody's in agreement. Nobody's being forced to do anything. This is what people do for survival here. Mm-hmm. Well, now that AB5 is law, subcontracting, you could call the company and say you need a princess if that company, the person you're talking to on the other end of the line is the princess. So, so that company now has to all the people that they used to dispatch out to your parties, right. that company now has to employ all of these people and and and, and pay uh, workmen's co- workers' comp, uh, insurance, give them sexual harassment training, all of that stuff. Now, keep in mind, nobody goes into being a party entertainer thinking that's a career move. These are gigs. Right, for these sure. Are, these, are, these, are, these are side jobs. It's a side hustle. Jobs that everybody... Yeah, that everybody yeah. understands exists and nobody's being forced into doing it or anything like that. So now that AB5 exists, now if I want to hire a party, a per- birthday party person, I can, I can call them directly. But now that hub that used to have all the princesses, that hub is the one that can't hire the princesses anymore. That hub is the one that is going to be fined five to $25,000 per person that they misclassify on their taxes. Right. And per, per each each person that gets misclassified as an independent contractor when the state due to AB5 is now calling them employees, not only do you get fined 5 to $25,000 per person, but the tax person that did your taxes will also be fined that. So you know what the inadvertent result of that is? Your tax person is not going to do your taxes. Right. So 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 this is the massive issue that AB5 is creating. And, and what it is is they created a one-size-fits-all, which typically fits their union organizations, mm-hmm. that they're trying to put on this freelance independent community. And, and, and I, I want to emphasize that we are not anti-union. Nobody who is affected by AB5 is anti-union. What we are is anti-forced union. Gotcha. And that's yeah, what, for what, sure. what they, what they want to do is they want to compartment. They're trying to get – so they passed this bill, right? And instead of, you know, instead of like really seeing all the different facets of business that happen in California, they literally did this one size fits all. And then what they what they did is they put out the message saying, we want you to get together with people like you and then come speak to us 
for a, to, to, to work on the language for exemption. So they want to do carve-outs of this bill for each individual section. Those are the beginning stages of trying to unionize you, okay? Because now you're looking for a spokesperson that's going to go in and speak for all of these independent right. people who market their businesses different, who have different business models, who, who actually treat people that work for them differently. Every, not everybody is, is, is treated well, and I will understand. I, I do understand that. But it's all voluntary. You can walk away at any moment. Nothing, nothing, nothing that we do is like meaning you got to stay here forever uh-huh. for nobody. We, right. we all know that. So let's let's talk about uh, so the reason that this is so personal to you is because of your livelihood, and and that becomes life, that becomes twinkle time, right? That's it. So twinkle let's, time is what. Let's talk about let's talk so, about that. So what it means to okay. you then is prior to January first this year. Uh, you could go put on a performance, and there there was no requirement with regards to you know incorporation or or business license or or DBA or or uh, nope. payroll taxes anything like that. Now all of that stuff comes into play, right? Now all of it comes into play, and now now okay. So you know how we've been teaching people for centuries that you can come from the bottom and make it to the top, right? How do you come from the bottom without eight hundred bucks a year, twelve hundred dollars a year? How do you do that? Yeah, because California's franchise paid, tax board, yeah. is, that their franchise tax is $800 regardless, no matter what. That's exactly. on top of everything exactly. else, right? Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. How do you come from the bottom to the top when you, when, when you not only do you not have the finances to do it, but even if you were to able to find a way to find somebody who would do something really spectacular for you for fairly cheap, because that's what independent contracting is. Right. People set their own rates and agree to do things. So if I can find somebody who can do amazing cinematography for me that, you know, works for a studio when they're when they're doing their regular career and they get paid buku bucks, but on the side they'd be willing to come do something for me for five hundred bucks, that's what is cut out. Right. So they're now they, they can't they, do that anymore, right? No, no. They're not they're they're, they're not allowed to do that. So especially if you're if, so so in A B five there's this B section, the Borello test. Mm-hmm. If you read the if you read the Borello test, what it is is it's all kinds of stipulations that basically are what they use to kind of call out whether or not you're a true independent contractor. The reason this B side does not work in the entertainment Oh, that's the that's the three it, questions, right? Yes, and the reason that doesn't work in particular for the entertainment business is because like let, let me use our situation that we have. Yeah, for sure. So, my wife and I, my wife actually came up with the concept of twinkle time. I agreed to come in and help her build it and and so between the two of us You've got, okay, so me, I can film, mm-hmm. I can edit, I can produce music, I can write the songs, right. I can record the songs. Now, keep in mind, we do all of this work for free before any money ever comes to the table. The only time we ever make money is a live show. Okay. So we film, we film all these videos, we get, you know, we, we get our friends together and we, you know, they say, you know, we ask them if they can do something for a day. We got a hundred bucks. They'll be like, okay, yes. They come in, they do whatever they got to do. We end up now having something that we can project to people for them to see. And once we have that thing to project to people for them to see, now you have a product that you can start selling. And so our product is Twinkle Time. Our product is family entertainment. Our product is character building, positivity, uh, educational messages for kids that you know we're kind of seeing disappear right now. yeah for sure um, so so we're we're kind of playing the role of still being those people at this at this particular point in time in life and and all that is free work we don't get paid until the live shows now naturally to bring our idea to fruition 
it can't just be my wife and me. So we need a guitar player. We need a bass player. We need a drummer. We also have two actors that do dialogue on the stage, which we have actually, we've literally given people so many opportunities to be a notch on their resume based on the product that we're putting out. Mm -hmm. That's the thing about this business. Everybody is doing something to build their own resume. They don't, it's not about the monetary gain necessarily as it is the experience and the mark on the resume. Right. Yeah. Because, because that mark on the resume and the experience means that the next time you go in for another job, especially if it's a higher paying gig, at least they look at you and they go, Oh, well, he's had experience. He's got some experience. Yeah. Or they, exactly. And, and so, so what we do, you know, you could go to auditions 90 million times a year here in California and never get one job. Right. Not for one sure. job. And that is, that is so discouraging. No, yeah, but and it's, it's are, disheartening, yeah, for sure. Exactly. And, but there are millions. Look, they're trying to say that there's only a million independent contractors in the state of California, and I'm going to flat out tell you that I believe that's a lie. Yeah. Um, I believe there's so many more independent contractors. What I believe is people don't realize what they do is an independent contracting job because to them it's just, oh, man, I'm about to make 100 bucks to go do this. Right. They don't understand the terminology. They don't even understand what it is. So I pulled up the three questions. Um, Uh And and the three questions are, are they're not even questions, they're statements, right? So they're, they're, um, uh, let's see, uh, you have to follow these three things, right? So the worker is free to perform services without the control or direction of the company. The worker is Uh performing work tasks that are outside the usual course of the company's business activities. And then number three is the worker is customarily engaged in an independently established trade, occupation, or business of the same nature as that involved in the work performed. That's like a weird sentence. Um, Yes. So, and all of these are only subject to one-on-one. They don't, they're not subject to, me plus my team of people that I put together. Well, and you have to meet all three. Yes, and you have to meet all three. Yeah, you have and to meet all three. And in the entertainment that's, business, that's a big in deal. In the entertainment yeah. business, you are not getting that. You will there's never no way. meet all three. Yeah, so they well, literally... This, yeah, there's no way that... It was that an you, attack on everybody. There's, there's no way that you meet number two. Nope. I mean, quite honestly, there's no, the work, the worker is performing work tasks that are outside the usual course of a company's business activities. If you're an actor exactly. or actress, there's, uh, you know, a musician, uh, there's no way that you are performing outside of those activities, right? Exactly. So exactly. as That's a performer, number two just totally screws the shit out of you. So, so here's another, here's another thing. So, you know, like any other business, we have ways that we, you know, we have ways that we, 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 we contact our people to book shows. We have right. ways that we, we try to sell up. We have all that stuff that we don't let everybody who comes in and does a gig for us know what we're doing because then, then, then it's like, why? Then they can go it, do it, it themselves. Yeah. Exactly. It, yeah. I'm not saying that I want to stop people from doing it themselves, but I'm saying that you're not going to give it I, away. And that makes sense. I'm not, I, it, didn't, yeah. it wasn't given to me. Right. I did it at a hundred dollars a day and I did it working for Diva Limousine, driving 23 hours a day, being mistreated. Right. For sure. Which is, which is, which is what I was going to say about the fact that they brought this Uber and Lyft thing. They were making it as an Uber and Lyft driver thing. Dude, I'm telling you, when I worked for Diva Limousine, they put me in the front seat of a car for 23 hours. Jesus I've Christ. never, I've never been forced to be in the front seat of a car for 23 hours by Uber or Lyft. Right. So, so, so they, what, what their argument is, I don't know who they're talking to, but it's not smart people. It isn't anybody that I think is smart. 
Now, so, do you do you think that that was? I, I'm I'm going back a little bit. Do you think that was the intention of this bill, or do you think it's just an unintending yes, consequence? Yes, it came it came directly from unions, and you got to understand when I used really? to work for limousines. Yeah, when I used to work for limousines, they were like so. So in the limousine world, people used to independent contract because they would have black SUVs, and when you were dealing with the music business, everybody wanted to be in an Escalade or, an, right, or a Suburban right. or something like that. Well, right around that time was when they started to actually make fun of people because you're driving those big cars and you're a gas guzzler and all that stuff. So we brought Priuses in. And uh-huh. so when the Priuses came in, all of, the, all of the, 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 the SUV drivers and everything were all mad about the Priuses. Then when Uber came around, immediately when you started to hear the whole conversation about Uber, it was now... Now you could still get a nice car. You could get Uber Black. You could get right. You could get yeah. Uber. You could get Uber Lux. You could get all of that stuff, but for less than half of the rate a limousine company was charging you. So now celebrities were actually calling an Uber driver to take them to the Grammys instead of oh. Eva Limousine or didn't any know other that. company. I didn't know. I didn't know that. Nobody at all. does. No, nobody understands this angle. But the only reason why I understand it is I was in it. I lived in it, and nobody told me this. This is just what I've seen. Right. This is. This is. What I'm, what I'm telling you guys, I'm talking to you guys from a guy who's, who has accomplished himself in the music business to a realm that a lot of people don't get to go, but I also didn't go as far as I would have wanted to go yet. And you've but been I'm in it 21, 22 years at this point? 20, 20, 20 years professionally. Yeah, okay. 20, 21, 21 years from the day I signed a record deal, I've never gone back to living my life the way I did prior to Gotcha. So I've been, I've been rocking the way I'm rocking now for 21 years. Um, and so, so... I, I'm coming from the level of, first of all, you know, a young kid who didn't have a whole lot handed to him. And, and mm-hmm. you know, I was, I, I was a little rough around the edges as a young kid, but this business has brought me to this articulation. This business has brought me to this, this enlightenment, so to speak. My experiences and watching how, you know, people that I used to look up to that I thought were like, you know, great people. And then all of a sudden watching how they align themselves with messages that are actually manufactured by lobbyists and they're supposed to be your favorite celebrity. Oh yeah. All this stuff changed my mind. All of it did. It was like going to the wizard of Oz and realizing this is a curtain and, and realizing that my entire life where people made me feel bad because I was a street kid and because I talked a certain way or because I had tattoos or whatever, I realized that I'm a better person than them. Yeah. I would never close off this pathway for people who have created. Look, I'm a, I'm very much aware of the fact that the amount of work that goes into building a brand to the point where you make money is so much work that the average person does not want to do it. So there's plenty of opportunity for these unions to go ahead and fill fill their spot. They don't they don't need to come and mess with us, and that's what AB five is doing. AB five is a union bill backed by Democrat unions. It isn't supposed to be a Democrat. Look. The people affected are not Demo- are, are not Democrat or Republican. They're everybody. Right, for the sure. People affected are everybody. But the politicians are trying to tell you this is a Democrat Republican thing. Well, if that's what they want to tell you, I challenge you to go look at the legislation that, uh, on all the people that, that were voting for these bills, and you count the green check marks. Well, and you said all Democrats. you said something really interesting in your video yesterday, and how upset you were that we're all supposed to be working together, but there are these party lines that have been drawn. They, they're, they're drawing the line. But oh, and, not only and they've they been they've been drawn everywhere for years now. Yeah. So 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 this is this is this is the confusion that they're creating with 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 eighty five. Again, like I said, 
they know how many people this is affecting. But uh-huh. They're already ahead of the dialogue by telling you that anybody who opposes it is either a Trump supporter or, or, right. or they, no, they're actually just telling you that it's a Trump supporter or the Republicans are putting you up to it is what they're basically saying. Right. And you're racist. Now, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, what is now what is beautiful about what is happening is everybody who is showing up in protest of AB5 or, or in or, or or or, you know, against it, they're all realizing that they're mixed in with. Sanders supporters, Warner support, or Warren support. They realize that it's all walks of life. Right. And again, it's, it's accomplished people who are wealthy, and you can tell they're well-to-do people. And then it's also just your average face painter, just your just your regular old person. All these people, this big swath of creative-minded people who literally are the foundation of culture, are the ones that are being affected. And it's by lawmakers, lawyers who were exempt in AB5. So what do you what do you think is the path to take now? How do we repeal it? How do we how do we fix the problem that the, the one state created? Here's I'm gonna say it in one sentence. Let's do it. It makes all the sense if you just pay attention. One big voice, only one answer, repeal AB5. How do we go about repealing it? And, and, and let me let me qualify that question with, you know, you have these huge performers. Are these huge performers all worried about it? Are these, you know, I mean, I, I'm going to go see does, a concert does, on May 28th, I think it is, the Friday, and 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 the, the, I'm going to go see Blue October, and he's from uh, he's from Houston, Texas, and so he's coming out here. Though, does that begin to apply to him out here? Uh, you know, we used to believe that if you were from another state, it didn't apply to you, but in further reading, it applies to anybody doing business in the state, in the of, state California. of California. Yes. So it so is going to apply to them. Is, yeah. What's happening is a lot of people are just saying, we're not messing with California. So a right. lot of people who are working from California are just not getting jobs. First of all, let me tell you the first people I'm seeing affected by this. The first people that I'm seeing like truly be affected by this are your theater houses, your, your places that have like, you know, a uh, musical theater or like band. Or I, saw, I saw that on your Facebook today. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you have those people, uh, interpreters. Um, we see interpreters losing their gigs. We really? see, uh, um, yeah, we see translators losing their gigs. Dude, EMS. I didn't even know EMS functioned the same way that we all do. I didn't know that EMS. Okay. So, one of the one of the things that I, I'm, huh. I'm going to go back. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go sidebar here real quick. Oh, so for sure. One of the things one of the things that the demo, that we've been hearing from all of these senators when we're talking to them is they keep using the term labor broker, and they're describing it as if it's a bad thing. Which, if you go and look up what labor broker is, yes, back in the 30s when that term was created, it was probably needed because we were building railroads and mm-hmm. buildings and stuff back then. So people were people were doing a whole different set of labor back then. Right. But they're using that term labor brokers now to create, to paint a picture of the people who start businesses that sign language interpreters and all that can actually attach themselves to and be dispatched. Okay. So what they're trying to do is label those people as, as labor brokers. But again, nobody who is doing business with the said labor broker, so to speak, is again, is doing it against their will. Nobody is. Everybody's doing it for the freedom. Right. Everybody, everybody does it so that they don't have to be the ones sitting on the phones all day, finding the leads and finding the job. They literally just pay this person 20, 30, 40 bucks to go ahead and dispatch them for them. 
Gotcha. That's, 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 yeah. they're, they're describing that as a labor broker, but in the entertainment business, dude, that's every agency, that's every uh-huh. manager. That's you're, 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 you're talking about what, what they're showing me is they're showing me they don't know what we do. So how does that work? So how does that work? If I'm an agent and you're my client and I get you a mm-hmm. gig, are, am I your employer now? No, no. Yes. Now. Yes. But yes, not, not, that's are. not how it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to get a percentage or no. a cut of what you yes, make. Yes. Now I have to yes. employ you. So that affects everybody. That affects, I mean, good Lord, that will affect Brad Pitt, Robert De Niro, everybody, right? Yes, yes. And so far, the only celebrity that we have any quotes from at all is Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Clint Eastwood is the only one that's like, the way he's fighting it, he, he's doing it very kind of like smirkingly. What he's saying is he's like, I don't tell my editor how to edit. Right. I don't tell my camera guy how to film. Like, that's how he's fighting it. Well, and that's one of those three things. That's one of those three questions is, you know, having control. Exactly. Yeah. But let me ask you this. As a person who has produced the music, I'm the one that has actually written all the guitar parts, the bass parts and all that stuff. And when we do a live show, I need my band to play what I play. So now you're their employer. So now I'm their employer. Right. So this is why this is for creative people, for, for, for entrepreneurial people, like a lot of people, like for instance, the sign language people and the and the and the uh, uh, translating people, uh-huh. a lot of times people are going and getting uh, uh, certified because what they're planning on doing is they're they're nearing retirement. So what they plan on doing is is using their sign language or their translating gigs as supplemental income to their retirement. And so now all this right. education and all of this all of this. Uh, um, all of this uh, uh, certification that they're getting is technically going to be for nothing. Well, now, yes, because now they now they have to become their own business, right? Yes, yes. And they have and, to and, pay and, themselves, and and, and, again, and that seems really no stupid to me because it. at the end of the year, you're paying taxes just like everybody else. Everybody's paying taxes, and here's the deal: even if some people aren't paying taxes. We we do everything by the book. Everybody gets checks. It's all accounted for. Everything's right. done. We when we when we pay our taxes, we know how much we paid out to everybody. We pay all the taxes on that. It, it it we've never had anybody not do it. But if anybody decides not to pay their taxes, laws already exist for them to go after those people. So if they're worried about tax money or or money that's not be so here's the, here's the deal with the payroll companies in AB five. Payroll companies are a middleman between you and your money. Right. The money goes to them and they disperse that money. Right. Now the government has a middleman between you and your money, and you also have to pay an annual fee for them to be there. Right. So, okay, I have a weird question for you. I I don't Mm -hmm. know. Maybe you can answer it. Maybe you can't. So, Mm -hmm. so, you know, uh, so I have a, I have a doctorate degree. I've been in my field for 20, almost 24 years now. Um, I do Mm -hmm. expert witness work um, as an independent consultant. Um, and that's, I get, I get 1099 at the end of the year, just like I'm imagining you guys do, you know, or you, mm-hmm. you would with your performers. Does yep. that mean that the lawyers that I work for now have to consider me an employee? Yep. And so that, this. that'll extend all the way out to that. Get this. So I want to, I want to, I want to actually say, first of all, that the only person that can truly give you true advice on this bill are lawyers. Right. However, Go talk to three different lawyers. You're going to get three, three different, different answers. answers. Yeah, but the sure. answer is the answer is yes. You are now the lawyer's employee. Huh. Well, that's interesting. That is, yeah. <laughs> that's really interesting. Yeah. I, it, I didn't it, even think exactly. about that. So, 
So para, paralegals, we've also had paralegals that we've discussed with. Paralegals are also in this mix, too, because a lot of law offices right. hire independent, independent contractors. contractors yeah. Yes, yes. So it, it's, it's got everybody in the mix. And if everybody's paying attention, we can all see that, that we're all being affected equally. And it's these guys sitting in these legislative offices that have done it. It's these guys that are creating, that are writing the laws, that are that are your assembly people, and they're the ones that are doing this. And it's essentially and just cutting into profit. It's cutting into it's cutting into potential profit it's, for it, somebody it. else's financial in, gain. It's tapping into the free market. Yeah, for sure. We are the free people. We are the ones that don't have bosses. We are the ones that build our own brands. We are the ones that set our own quality standards. They're huh. they're cutting that off. They That's want insane. you to be. They want you to go through their channel. They and then, want you to go through their organization. And then Proact is doing that on a national level, right? Proact is a national level of that. So yeah. I, I read up a little bit on that too, and the 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 verbiage is almost identical to AB five. Yes, but I'll tell you where where the Proact differs a little bit from AB five. The reason AB five is so bad for California. It's because of that Borello test. That Borello test only yeah. exists because of the Dynamex ruling. Right. So, 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 if you if you can remove if, if everybody else around the country, they're only going to have AB five. That's going to be a little bit different. And I don't, I or not AB five, but Proact. Proact. It, it'll be a little bit different, but it'll still shut off your ability to actually wake up one day with an idea and begin to just put one foot in front of the other. And then as you go through, you begin to learn the rules and regulations. Like what you know, if you're, if you're a band, for instance, you're going to play so long before somebody actually tells you you can't play unless you have insurance. Right. So now you begin to realize that's a part of the game. I have to have insurance. If I, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so yeah, you learn, yeah. you learn all of these, this, what the entertainment business is basically is on the job training. It's, it's what they took away in the 80s and they stuck in community colleges for people instead of, remember they used to teach you how to build, how to make motors and stuff and, and wood right. shop and, yeah. and, and all that stuff. Yeah, auto shopping class, like, yeah, high school, it, it, yeah. Exactly, exactly. They took all that stuff out because they didn't want you learning that there. They wanted you to actually pay money to go to a college to get some kind of certificate. So, huh. so, so this is, this, this, this play has been going on for a long time. It's, I guess if you boiled it down, it would probably appear to basically just be unions versus the people. I think if you really if you really broke it down to the nuts and bolts of what this is. So how do the unions play into AB five? They wrote the bill. They they actually so wrote the bill. like SEIU. I, I, I yeah, I'd, I'd have to do I'd have to actually get to do to to go back and do more research to get you the exact no names because I have read it before. I just don't know the exact names right now. But Lorena Gonzalez. Is the one that is is she's she's called the author of the bill, uh-huh. but what you have to understand is Lorena Gonzalez is from a long lineage of union people. Right, 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 right. Was a union guy. Pro union. She's yeah. a union. Exactly. So so, it if you just you know if you start to read and you're a good dot connector, it's not going to take you long to figure out what's happening. And the problem is we have a bunch ask, of sheeple in the world these days. We have people yes, that just listen to one side or the other and they don't give a shit. So those people don't understand. Those right. people, what those people don't understand is they don't understand that the world truly is a world where you put your shoes on and walk forward. And within 10, 20 minutes, you turn around and you've gone somewhere. Right. That's what the world is. They don't understand that it's, it's a life is a long game. It's not a short game. Everybody's been sold on this like, man, I got to go play the lottery and win be a millionaire tomorrow. 
man, I'm 21 years in this game, and I've, I've probably made a million dollars, like, throughout that time, but never. Right, for real. Thing. Yeah, same. Not even. <laughs> yeah, not totally. Even, not even close, man. Not even close. Right. You know so they're, it's, they're stifling the American going. dream is what they're doing, huh? Right. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you what feels good about what I've done. What feels good about what I've done is I now realize that I don't need to go put an application in that building over there in order for me to create a well-being for myself. Right. You know, you're self-sufficient. You can make it happen. Yes, yeah. I, I understand what freedom is. And I'm realizing that people who, 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 who eat up the systemic thing... They, they feel like they need to go get a job that gives them benefits and all that stuff. And yes, if that's, if that's where your mind's at, if that's what you want, by all means, it's there for you to go do it. But all I'm asking is pay attention when you walk through that door, how they tell you and try to villainize who I am. Yeah. And that no, is not you. the case at all. I'm trying to teach you who they are. So what, what, what steps can we take? What, you know, for everybody listening, you have to call. I, so what have, what, what do have, we need to do to get on, on, on board here, and what do we need to do to play a part in repealing AB5? Okay, so you got to call all your congressmen. you got to call all your assembly people. you got to explain to them how AB5 is going to affect you. And, you know, you can't call and yell at them and anything like that. They, they hang the phone up on you if you do that. Right. You have to literally – this is kind of a politic thing. Like, you literally – they're gonna they're gonna step for housewide listen to you. They're not they you can see they don't care what you're saying, they don't have a clue. But the more people call and begin to complain and talk about how AB five affects them, they have to answer. They have to respond. Right. That response will show you who they are. And then you know, you'll see for yourself right then and there who these people are. And you'll see that, that they don't have your best interest in mind and that it is our duty to find the people who do have our best interests in mind and who will speak for us and listen to us. And not just us, but us, everybody, people in unions and all that. But I, I, here's what I say. They need to stop talking to the union bosses and start talking to the union workers. Because I'm going to bet you you get two different stories. Right. Yeah, for sure. So so what I would say is you got to call all your assembly people, all your assembly members. you got to find out who they are. Just Just talk to them. Let them know your story. Uh, all your con- all your congressmen uh, or senators, I mean, you got to call them, start bugging them. Um, go to Sacramento if you can and meet them. There are times where I, I, I you, you'd have to do the research yourself, but there are times where they have to be there. And from a certain time, they're in their offices, and you can literally walk up and just open the door to their office and introduce yourself. No appointment. No it. appointment necessary. No appointment necessary. I just did it yesterday. Okay, some some of them are not in the rooms, but some of them are. Right. And 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 if anything, the ones that aren't in the rooms, you get to you get to speak to their people running their office. And even in the moment of speaking to the people running their office, if you're an analytical person or savvy in any way, shape, or form whatsoever, you can see some of the disdain that some of these people have on their faces that you're even in there talking to them. Right. And it will it will light a fire under you, letting you know that we all. We all have a job to do, and we all got to do it quickly. And you know what that job is? That job is to stop letting them separate us from the, the silly things. Like, yeah, for sure. Like you got spiky hair, and I got long hair, so we can't be friends together. Yeah, like, no, gotta, for sure. We got to stop letting them do that. Stop letting them make start, us fight. Exactly. Yeah. We got to start holding them accountable for the chaos that they're creating out here. That's, all right. That's, that's really what it is. We as a society have to show them that, that we want to be a good society. 
we don't want we don't want to we don't want to be a society full of sheeple. No, that, for that sure. Are constantly locked in an echo chamber and don't know how to get out of it. Yeah, you got to think you for know? yourself, people. Got to think yes, for yourself. Yes, yes. Individuality, man. You are all individuals. You Absolutely. All have a unique talent that you can package up and you can sell to the world, and that's called freedom. Yeah, don't for sure. Don't let them wipe this out. You know, that's that's my faith. And we do live in the land of the free. I mean, except for California, but whatever. <laughs> well, you know what, man? California has people like me here fighting. Trust me, I'm not the only one, man. We got well, let's see if we here. can, through this, let's see if we can get some other people on board fighting, too. Because um, that's, that's, that's the plan, man. I appreciate you. Oh, yeah, for sure, bro. I mean, and, you know, I'm, I'm going to wrap this up real quick. Um, but I appreciate you coming on, James. I really do. And, you know, you mentioned in the beginning that you, you didn't graduate high school. But, bro, no, sir. you are articulate as a motherfucker. All right, <laughs> for I real. I appreciate you. You and are. Thank you. And you got some. You you got some vocabulary. You got some words. You you know how to put it together, and I I appreciate that. That that's a sign of somebody who's really educated themselves on on man, on their issues, you. bro. For sure. Thank you for that. So, thank you for that. I tell everybody, I speak from the heart, not from the chart, man. Right. That's for really sure. What it is. So everybody yeah. listening, I mean, first and foremost, you know, you got to support. You got to support these people. You got to support everybody. Even if you think it doesn't affect you, you have to support your fellow man. And this is something that's going to actually really affect the entertainment industry and, and people that are out there working hard, like James and like Elisa. Yes. Um, they're out there working hard to make it and make it happen and do what they love. And, and I got to be honest, uh, you know, I got to go back to Twinkle Time. These guys are bringing some shit to your kids that, that, we haven't had since I was a kid or since my kids were kids and my, my youngest is 17. My oldest is 22. And since they were like five, we haven't had this. It's gone away. It's not there anymore. You know, now it's, you know, now it's SpongeBob. It's not this educational good stuff anymore. I mean, yeah, you still got Sesame street, but kids aren't really watching that anymore. You know what I mean? This is, this is, this is, this is bomb ass shit. You know, I go find twinkle time on Facebook. Uh, you guys have a website. Does twinkle time have a website? They do, right? Uh, she, she does most of everything on Instagram. It's Twinkle Time and Friends. Okay. And, uh, the website is, I believe it's Twinkle Time, but it's, it's we don't really, we, we do, we update our shows on, on the website, but we, again, most of our following is on Instagram, so All we right. do everything through Instagram. Yeah, go find them on Instagram, guys. Um, go support them and support Repealing AB5. Uh, James, again, dude, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate you taking the time today. I know we had a little bit of issue with the with stuff, but thank you for being patient with me. I appreciate it. Uh, we're good at technical difficulties. Man. Oh, it's a pain in my ass, dude. <laughs> all right, my man. Hey, thank you so much for having me on, man. And uh, tell all your listeners I said goodbye. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, guys. Right, Have a great right. day. We'll see you, man. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.